Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, coming off a massive weekend in college football where Colorado is the headliner, Perloff. The only question is, are you a believer? And I know the answer is no. What does that mean, I don't believe? Define not believe. Going to a bowl game. I okay, can't wait, say college that's football national championship that, you just game. That's pulled that out of thin air. No, I think going to a bowl game in Dion's first year as head coach of Colorado would constitute being a believer. So after the game, Dion Sanders said, "Do you believe?" He never defined it as a bowl game. <laughs> well, I'm defining it as a bowl game. Okay, that's well, what that's being a believer definition. means to me. Yes. Okay, this hype train can it last? If what happens if they lose a couple games, Jad? Which, by the way. Not so convinced it's going to happen anymore. <laughs> but let's say hypothetically, they don't. This does not work as well, and they they come back to earth. As, are we still going to be so hyped about Dion? I think so, and I think in honor of all the hype around Dion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes, we should introduce the newest segment on the Maggie and Perloff show. Hit it, Stu. Daily. Do you believe in that Dion? The Daily Dion, where every day we will bring you the latest quote from Dion Sanders. Now, not just any quote. Ugh. We'll make sure to sift through and find the most ridiculous ones because <laughs> wow. we need peak Dion if we're going to give him this kind of billing on the show. I, is there any other coach in all of sports who you either root for or root against? I feel like Dion makes it so personal. Even me saying this right now, I'm sure Dion's not listening. I feel like Dion is going to yell at me if I say anything <laughs> negative about Colorado. You're not like he's coming after. Yeah, like I'm a non believer. So if I thought that Texas didn't look great week one, does that mean I'm a non believer in Texas? And if it does, does anyone on earth care? No, it's all about how you feel about Dion. Well, today's Daily Dion comes from his interview on the Pat McAfee show where he talks about how you notice there's no C's. On the Colorado Buffaloes uniforms, yeah. they don't have captains. Instead, they've got this. This man right here is a dog. You saw on the shirts. We don't have captains, man. I don't believe in that foolishness. Love I believe in leaders and dogs. Every dog ain't a leader, and every leader ain't a dog. <laughs> we got some dogs. That kid right there is a darn Rottweiler. Now, he was talking about Travis Hunter, who has a D on his chest, whereas Shador Sanders, his son, and the quarterback has an L on his chest. So which is better? I think they're both meant to be compliments. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But what do you, would you rather be a dog or a leader? Now that's a great question. I'd I, rather, I, I know what I want. Okay, go ahead. I would love to be a dog. 
Do you think you're a dog? No. I don't think I'm either. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, though, you got a zero. If you play board games with me, I'm a total, I'm a D for sure. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. If, we, if we're going to play like Trivial Pursuit or Monopoly or something, yeah, I'm totally a dog. That's when your you're, you're nothing turns into well, I could get, crazy. Like Rot everybody, Wilder. I could get competitive and, and like cheat if I have to <laughs> in cards. In, in Monopoly. But uh, I'm definitely like whatever he describes as an L. I, I don't know what that is, but I don't think I'm that. Okay. Uh, I I think I'm an L. I only turn into a D maybe in crunch time. I'd like to think I'm a crunch time D and I'm a most of the time L. By the way, nobody wants to be an L. You want to be a D, right? Well, I think being an L is okay. It's okay, but it's not like, oh, man, that guy there is an L. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like a loser. You want to be a dog. <laughs> You want to be a Rottweiler. I mean, in, in this, in Dion's world, and I think a dog is cooler. Probably. Guys, what are you? Oh, I'm definitely neither also, but if <laughs> I had to choose, I, w- I would definitely want to be the dog. Still? Yeah. yeah. Are you an L or a D? Definitely not a D. Definitely not. <laughs> so. I like the fact that we can all admit we're not Ds. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll take the L. Which kind of makes me feel like we're admitting to something else. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> not yeah, but L sounds bad. L doesn't sound great either. But I think I'm an L. Let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. Pierre joins the show from Parts Unknown. Pierre. Bonjour, mes amis. <laughs> oh, I know who this Bonjour. is. Bonjour. <laughs> Get out of here, Sully. I'd spot that Boston accent (laughs) a mile away. What are you talking about? I'm in Cannes, France. Bonjour, mes amis. Cannes. I'm in Cannes, France. You can take the the guy out of the selfie, but you can't take selfie out of the guy. Hey, Sully, how you doing? Me, the fabulous Schmoopy, and Mako. Mako invited us to Cannes with him for uh, um, about a week, so we're here, and I wanted to call in and say, Bonjour, mes amis. Wait, how does a kid... Hello, friend. How does a kid from Boston, just like a guy, Sally, end up in, <laughs> hang out in Cannes, France? It's, this is ridiculous. McLovin, I asked myself multiple times <laughs> throughout my past, how did I get here? <laughs> Hanging with the Maggie and Perloff show, amazing bu- bunch of times we've been together. When you had me on set, I still say... How the hell did you get here? It's yeah. I should get that's my next tattoo. Sully, how did you get here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who let tattoo. you in? I gotta get approval. Wait, Sully, okay, so approval. paint the picture for us. You're in you're in con for the great film yep. festival. Are you rubbing elbows Missed with all the famous him. people? Missed it by three months, but yeah. Oh no, sorry. I'm rubbing <laughs> elbows with Marco. Marco's the most <laughs> famous person we know. Well, by the way, you I, guys got a chance to meet Marco in November. I yeah, know, he's the got best. A photo with him. He's the best. He's a good buddy. Um, wait, so are there famous people year round in Con? Like, I assume <laughs> when you're on your yacht, you're seeing, you know, the rich and famous everywhere. They, they might be, but I mean, we've so the past few days we've been in the con. We went down to Con. We were there tonight, enjoying some espresso, chilling. We've been to Monaco. We've been to Grasse. We've been to St. Paul de Vence, <laughs> and there was another place. That, they sound nice. different. We went to Nice. I went to Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I went to nice. nice. Sounds different when it's coming from Sully. <laughs> uh, not how the French intended it with that Boston accent, Sully, but it sounds like you're in paradise, and we couldn't be happier for you. It's awesome. 
Yeah. Thank you. I wanted to call in and talk. Are we talking like over-unders yet for the season? I don't mm-hmm. know if I'll be able to call in before Thursday. Wait, real quick. Uh, you're in paradise now. Are you ready for the opposite for Sunday when your Patriots play my Eagles? It's going to be pain, dude. <laughs> McLovin, I looked at the over-under. To bet the over, it's plus 135 to win seven and a half games. That's how pathetic it is right now yeah. to root the New England Patriots. Are we going to make a, a wager? Boo-hoo for Patriots fans. Sorry, Sully. <laughs> you don't get the you don't get the world's smallest violin here. Wait, you know the Pats? Are making a wager? Wait, wait, wait. Are you going over or not or on seven and a half? I'm going to take the over because it's plus money. Okay, no, no. Let's do a show bet. Show bet. Show bet. Perlo- okay. Perloff Me v. You. Sully. Yeah, yeah. Loser has to go back to France. I'll take the under <laughs> on the Patriots. And you will take the over. Okay, what's yeah, what's the what's the wager? It's got to be with us. It's got to be food related. Yeah, probably something uh, something food you know, related or a trip wherever Marco is going next. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no no no. Or something you know you reside part of the year at least in Vegas. So it's got to be something Vegas. You've taken us to great restaurants. If the Patriots go over eight and a half, I will find a five star restaurant in New York and take you out to honor the Patriots. Sweet. And then if you either way. Loser has to pick up the tab. Winner chooses the restaurant, whether it's in Vegas, whether it's in New York, or wherever. Or it's in Nice, France, or wherever you are. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. It's called Nice, McLovin. It's nice. Well, tell all all the beautiful people that we said hello, and we are so excited that you're on this trip of a lifetime. Have so much fun, and, uh, you know, uh, good luck to your Patriots or whatever. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'll check in on Monday. I'll check in on Monday. Yeah, I love baby. You guys. I'm glad we got to connect on this horrible trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye, Sully. Love you, bud. <laughs> love you, bye. All right, au revoir. Au revoir. Yeah, uh, he I speak me, French. It he sent me a photo. It's, his, it's even more <laughs> insane when you see it. Uh, I don't know how, or but, you know, if you don't know the show, Sully is the, the number one friend of the show. Yep. Finds himself in these ridiculous scenarios. He's kind of just... Always in the action. Great guy. And the best conversationalist you will ever come across. In the world. In the world. Let's go to Bruin James, who's in California. Where else? He's got a thought on Colorado and the Buffaloes. Bruin James, how are you? Good afternoon, and thanks for taking my call. You got it. Um, just, you know, the worst thing could have happened to Colorado was day one. And... Wait, the worst thing? That's the best thing that happened to them. Why is it the worst thing? Because now they put a big target on their back, and people are not going to – when they're playing Washington, when they're playing SC, when they're playing these upper-tier teams, they're going to pour it on them because they want to put, you know, mud on uh, Dion's face and then, you know, make him eat his words. So – they just put a big target on the. They should have just lost his first game. And <laughs> both PC. Go ahead. Okay, but Bruin James, here's the thing. They had that target no matter what. So that's the thing with Dion. Like, that's what comes with having Dion Sanders, a Hall of Famer, as your coach. Bruin James, thank you so much for the phone call. Uh, appreciate you checking in. They have the target no matter what. Are teams mm. really going to try to run up the score now on Colorado just because they beat TCU in the opener? I think the target gets much bigger because Colorado is getting a lot of hype and press. And I think that actually is a, is a good point. Now, stylistically, I, I don't know that they kind of might match up against the USC or Washington, a team that can score 60 on any given day but can't necessarily stop anybody. Yep. So I'm not sure that'll be a, they'll be in position to blow them out like that. But I do, I do think that's an interesting question. 
two things. One, how do they handle the success? Yep. I know it's one game. You know, kids kids read the headlines. It gets to their head. Two, are other teams going to really be fired up for this game? Well, I, I would be. I think they were going to be anyway, to be honest, because if, of... Yeah, if Colorado was two and four, well, okay. it's different. A little bit different. A little bit different. But now it's the game of the week every week. But in some ways, I think that just like Deion Sanders is probably the best person in the world to be coaching Travis Hunter, someone who wants to play both ways, I kind of think Dion is probably the best coach to have, you know, outside of like Nick Saban or Kirby Smart or something with a big target on your back because dion has been that guy too who's had the target on his back, who has been such a star and knows how to handle those expectations, playing for the Dallas Cowboys, playing for the 49ers, you know, playing for these big-time teams. I think he's in a unique position to handle this too. Oh, yeah. success. I mean- Oh, right. I'm thinking back to the, what was it? What year was he in the BCS title game and that year in the Final Four and that I'm Rose Bowl? How do you know he's coach one FBS game? You're saying Dion is this as a coach and that as a coach. He just started at this level. I'm saying Dion as a person. I, I, I agree with as that. As a person, I agree he knows that, how to handle a... expectations. Hell, he was on like the big, the you know, one of the last dynasties of the NFL. Totally true. Yeah. But that, how does that over time translate as a coach? Yeah, it sure is a great start. It is. But come on, we don't really know what he's going to be like as a coach over the whole duration. We he know. might, I have a feeling he could be restless. Maybe he get, gets success here. And right as he's about to take Colorado, he sa- I says, uh, he'd be like, ooh, maybe this program looks better. Who knows? We have no idea. Okay, did it cross anyone else's mind this weekend after they won? I'm like, I wonder if programs are already reaching out to him back channel. Like what kind? Like give me bigger programs, like bigger college football programs like yeah. than Colorado, like SEC programs or whatever. To wow. reach out back channel, if Shador ends up getting drafted, how old is Shiloh? The defensive uh, led the team in tackles, by the way. I believe he's younger, mm. so maybe he wants to coach his kids the whole time through their college careers. What but is that? What's you, an upward move though? Like Ole Miss is not an upward move, right? Uh, well, I don't know. It depends what you think of the big 12 where Colorado is going to go next year. Charlotte's a senior, by the way. Oh, he is. Never mind. Yeah. So I, I'm curious. Well, obviously let's say Florida state is the chip is sailed. Right. And Mike They're Norvell's both. doing a great job. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, are you saying like Alabama, Florida state? I mean, Florida, I mean, who that's the kind of level that's next for him. Yes. Yeah, I don't. You think they were calling him after one game? That no, seems I don't know if after one game, but I'm just wondering. I was like, oh, I bet, I bet someone's back channeling here to try to. I would think woo September him. 5th is a little early to back channel Dion. I don't understand who are these coaches that are getting fired one weekend. No, not this year. I'm saying yeah. down the line. Like, hey, we see what you're doing in Colorado, and just sort of laying the groundwork. If yeah. he does leave Colorado and it is successful, that they would want Dion to go to their school. Yeah, no, absolutely. I do think though you're probably talking about fifteen or twenty schools that are above Colorado. It's yeah, kind it's of not high. many. It's not not too many. So his next step has to be huge. Um, yeah, like, like a, Alabama, maybe. I, I don't have a name for you. No, no, no. I'm not saying forget that back channel thing. I'm thinking like three years of success at Colorado. Nick Saban retires. Something like that. Like I think that's the kind of goal we're talking about here like that kind of program if it, if he is not restless he's the pros too yeah how do three you know? years. i don't see him staying at colorado for three no, years. i know isn't that weird one win and we're already writing him out <laughs> what, if, what, if, what if shador ends up going like top you know 
top half of the first round as a quarterback? Yep. And what if Travis Hunter in 2025, maybe he goes number one overall. I don't know. Usually, you know, it's tough to pass on quarterbacks these days. But what if he wins the Heisman? I mean, what more are you doing there? Well, trying to win a title. And then next year, it goes to 12 teams in the college football playoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your, your you know, goals can change. Yeah, I mean, I think Colorado you, used to be a super high-end program. I don't know where he can go there. That's so obvious. I mean, listen, Harbaugh's going after this year. Michigan. I know. I think Harbaugh's going after this uh, year. Ryan Day is <laughs> better pick it up. I don't know. <laughs> you know, now that you say it, uh, who knows about... There's a lot of programs where the coaches could move up to the pros. Yeah, this it is interesting. I do think he could do a lot with Colorado. Obviously, we saw it. I think he could make them one of those programs where you're saying, ooh, I want to move up to Colorado. I don't know who changed their name, or maybe this is a new entry into the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, if you want to watch the show. Maggie's Karaoke Pants, which is an inside joke that only... Maybe some people know about. But anyway, Maggie's karaoke pants in the chat said, putting a target on yourself often takes the opponent out of their own style of play. You know, if you really are gunning after Colorado, does it take you out of what you're doing? You wow. know what I'm saying? Totally. The, the Colorado had an interesting point. Say Washington is blowing them out. A scenario that was, would have been really easy to imagine two weeks ago. Does Washington throw a few extra touchdowns and say, you're not the only school with big-time recruits? That kind of thing. I think that's what he's talking about. Well, people pour it on because it's Dion. I don't. I think first of all, I think the coaches like Dion. It's nothing personal. Well, that that scenario might not work because they don't play Washington this year. Well, there year. you go. Well, uh, that guy said Washington and USC. Sorry, I yeah, didn't realize. Yeah, no, it was that. Oregon and USC. So they play Nebraska this weekend, then Colorado State, then at Oregon on September 23rd, then home for USC on September 30th. So, what does Colorado look like? as we head into the month of October? Ooh, are we as this high on them as we are today? Oh, By I don't October think we're 1st. ever this high on Colorado <laughs> in the history of Colorado yeah. ever again. Fair. But, Did wait, I ever wait, tell wait, you guys wait, the no, karaoke no, 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 no. pants story? Real quick, though, if yeah. you're this high on Colorado now, you have to sign up for the whole season. You can't backtrack. No, right. no, no, I'm in. Oh, no, 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 I'm no, in, no. I'm in. So, okay. Yeah. Bowl, bowl game. They could go 1-10, and 10 and you are just as in after that 11th game. Well, I'm, you know, I'm not going to jump off the bandwagon. Okay, good. Yeah. I said what I said. Bowl game. Did I ever tell you guys about the karaoke pants? Yeah, yeah. you teased the karaoke pants. Now I need to know the story. I'm surprised. I told the story, I think, once on the air before, I and it was a long time ago. But I was doing karaoke with my college friends. This is something we always do, and we really get into it. So we get our own room. We would never subject strangers to this. You would hate us. So we're doing karaoke in our own private room. And I was really getting into it. And I was doing a Janis Joplin song, which is just terrible for your voice. And I did like a kick, like a superstar, like a rock star, like a Shawn Michaels, like kick. <laughs> Ripped my pants. Oh, wow. Right down the back. <laughs> Didn't notice it. Walked all the way home from the karaoke bar. I'm talking like 20 blocks with a huge rip down the back seat of my pants. Ah. So my keister was just hanging out for 20 blocks. I didn't notice it. And the only time I noticed was the next day when I picked up my jeans off the floor. It was like, oh, no. <laughs> There's a huge rip <laughs> down the back. Not noticing it is the worst part of it because who knows who you flashed. All of New York City. 
Yeah, actually, Maggie got a couple of dates off that one. <laughs> All of downtown New York is who I flash. It's yeah. like, uh, I don't know if you saw RG3 split his pants jumping into the water, but he noticed it right away and changed his pants. <laughs> well, Tom Brady split his pants on the golf course once, and I was like, this is the only thing he and I ever have in common. We both split our pants in a tough moment. <laughs> he noticed it, and I did it. I feel like yours might be a little bit tougher. <laughs> I was blissfully unaware. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. All right, coming up. Some people making big proclamations, but are we buying it? We'll get to that next. Don't move. It's Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. NFL Network is showing a replay of the Chiefs' narrow victory over the Philadelphia Eagles in last year's Super Bowl. And I got to tell you, Maggie, they don't need... Travis Kelsey in the second half here. They're finding guys left and right and right and left, and they're hitting with a with a jab here and a little Sky Moore there and a uh, Kadarius Tony there. Yeah. I think the Chiefs are going to be okay, even if Travis Kelsey's hurt. He hyperextended his knee today, according to Adam Schefter. Still waiting to find out how much damage was done. Interesting thought experiment with football. What are the Chiefs without Travis Kelsey? Uh, because the system is so strong. If they continue to be good. I think people are never going to doubt Andy Reid again. Well, I don't think they're doubting him now, but I think yeah. part of the reason why Sky Moore is able to score in the Super Bowl is because a lot of attention is played, paid to Travis Kelsey. You got to know where he is at all times. And so I do think they're different without Kelsey. Now, again, we don't know for sure that he's not going to play in the opener. Do you say he's downgraded to doubtful, right? Doubtful. Doubtful yeah, usually doubtful's, means doubtful. Doubtful when you get injured in practice on Tuesday is not a good sign. Usually, usually and he's no. not young. He's going to turn 34 in October. They got to be careful with him. They should maybe save him. I'm all for saving guys. I yeah, love save. it. Yeah. But I don't know. And I think that home field advantage is still really important to them. You know, the whole Burrowhead stuff from last year. I mean, I know they definitely took that personally when they were playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. I don't know if it mattered to the outcome, but... Wow, they lost the year before to the Monero. I know, I know, but I think they would want home field advantage. Anyway, we're not even sure if he's going to be out. Now, who I can confidently say, believe is going to be out is Chris Jones. The fact that they don't have a contract extension done and it's two days before the game when the Chiefs play Thursday night against Detroit... I don't think he's going to be on the field. Yeah, I That's, agree. That'd be crazy. I agree. It's so impactful. I don't know what Chris Jones is asking for, but every time I watch that team, he is the most singular force on that defense, and you got to pay him. But easy for me to say. I mean, of all the guys, 
I could have anyone except Mahomes and Chris Jones for me. I know Kelsey's incredibly important, but at least they have options. They have no options on defense, Maggie. That There's just not talent around the thing. I mean, listen, they won the Super Bowl. They let up 35 points and could have let up more. So I'm worried about that. We're doing our Super Bowl picks later in the week, right? Of course. Oh, boy. I got to tell you, Chiefs, I mean, they make sense. But th- you got to read these headlines and worry about it. Also, for fantasy teams and people doing their draft, yeah. Travis Kelsey obviously is a very high pick. Oh, that's a great point. Oh, he's going down. I have a big one tomorrow night, Wednesday night. And I'm glad we're doing it so late because of all the news that's coming out. It's affecting a lot of guys. Let's play a little game of something we like to call Do You Believe It? It's one of our favorite games around here. And this is uh, a little mixed bag here of some bold predictions. So first, Stu, let's go to the Jets. DJ Reed, one of their big acquisitions, was talking about the Jets' defense and how it could be one of the best ever. I think we have the potential to be the best defense in the NFL. And honestly, I think we could be historical, not just the best defense in the league, but I think we could have an historical defense like the 85-86 Bears, like the LOB in 2013. I think we could be that dominant. Oh, boy. I mean, you want to talk about a quote that if the Jets are anything but a great defense is going to come back and haunt them. If the Jets falter on defense, which I don't expect, but anything can happen. If the Jets falter on defense, that soundbite will be played over and over again until the end of time (laughs) because people love to rub it in the face of anyone who makes bold predictions, particularly people who play for the New York Jets. I'm just curious where this guy got the 85-86 Bears. I mean, normally you say the 85 Bears. I feel like he might have Wikipedia that right before the press conference. (laughs) But the LOB Seahawks is a great nickname. (laughs) Well, that's what they are. Yeah, I mean, did, wait, did we, all call, did we all call him L.O.B., though? I mean, I think did you call them the, the Legion of Boom, but we all get it. We know what they are. Yeah, yeah but I'm is. just saying, it's a great nickname. I mean, I love the Legion of Boom. I never once called them the L.O.B. or ever heard L.O.B. It's awesome, the fact that the guy knows his history. I'm very impressed by this. <laughs> yeah. Because most players don't like NFL football, have no idea what happened before 2018. I'm into it. I think the Jets' defense takes a step back for one reason. Last year... Everybody was up four touchdowns because of Zach Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody had to throw the ball. So are they that elite once everyone's throwing against them? They're probably pretty good, but 85 Bears, no. I don't think they're going to be up there with the 85 Bears or the Legion of Boom. I do think they're going to be very good. What were they, a top five defense basically last year? Top five, again, by a little bit by circumstance. Though. These teams started to take the ball. They were up. All, they were losing all the time. Yeah, it was, I mean... Yeah, it, you didn't have to press and press right, and press. Right. You were basically just sitting on the ball for the whole second half. <laughs> yeah, because, and also you had short feet. The defense had to cover 16 yards after Zach Wilson handed the ball over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, do you believe it, Samter? We're not letting you get in on that Jets conversation. Uh, Probably do, for their good thing. <laughs> do you believe it? Here's Tom Brady on the Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray. He's still doing the podcast. Hard, and I am very excited to never put on a helmet again. Uh, I did enough years of that, and putting that <laughs> six-pound helmet on your head in 102 degree heat—believe me, I'm not ever going to miss that. All right, I hate to be the person who parses the words here, but 
A, is it really 102 in New England? No. But yeah, secondly... I, I was just in New England. It is hot as all get up, but okay. yes. So, I will say, though, just for that cut, he was talking specifically about when he was playing in Atlanta and how he's living in Miami now. Oh, okay. Oh, not, so, not Atlanta, sorry, Tampa. Uh, Tampa, Tampa. So he was talking specifically about Tampa and Miami in those in that cut specifically. I was going to say, it's not 102 in Boston. It might be hot, but it's not 102. So... I think that Brady, this was a, a little bit surgical because, of course, he doesn't want to do training camp. Nobody wants to do training camp. No one wants to play when it's blazing hot. But that doesn't mean he wouldn't put on the helmet when it's like, you know, 70. So you're saying he's going to come in, in in November? Maybe. For the for the three and nine bucks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, not for the bucks, but maybe for someone else. Okay. I hear what you're saying. By the way, I do agree with uh, that helmet always looks super heavy, especially in hot weather. And that's, you see guys carry that helmet like, oh, God, I have to carry this thing. I, I totally think he's telling the truth. And I don't know what, what he has to do to convince you he's retired, Maggie. No, I'll, I'll never believe it. Uh, finally, a do you believe it? Let's go to Deion Sanders, Stu, talking about Travis Hunter. Could he be a future number one overall pick? That kid is straight different. Yeah. He what? is different. He's the first rounder. He's the first pick overall. When is his opportunity to go in the NFL draft? First pick overall on both sides of the ball. Are they going to let him do and both in the NFL, you think? Well, only a fool won't let him do both because he's going to be the best player on either side. Do you believe it that Travis Hunter could be the number one overall pick? He's draft eligible in 2025. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe he goes two because he's not a quarterback, but he's a top five pick. I, I think we've seen enough. In fact, he should shut it yeah, down. No, right? gonna, he should shut it that. down right now. Remember the conversation we had about Jadavion Clowney? It's like, why, why oh, even play? Nothing good. He should have said it after that TCU game. He said, wave to the crowd, <laughs> said goodbye, college football. It's been great. There's nothing to gain. Yeah, I mean, I'll, the be guy the, came, I'll be at the IMG Academy just hanging out. The guy was out. covering like four different routes at once. He was. There's no reason for him to play any more college football. <laughs> But it, you you called him the Shohei Otani of football. You are going to have to have a coaching staff, you know, depending on the kind of, you know, open-mindedness that's going to be okay with him playing both sides. I mean, Dion's saying it as if it's, you know, definitely going to happen because it happened for him. I don't know if that's necessarily a given. Uh, yeah, but you could still take him top five as a cornerback as well, which is a very valuable position. Maybe you, you do want to save him and not put him wide receiver. But uh, Cordell Stewart was a guest earlier. Talked yeah. about some players of crossover. It's funny he was on a Steelers team that loved moving guys around. They had uh, Antoine Randall, yeah. Heinz Ward, two former college quarterbacks, and him. Uh, look it up. There have been some cornerbacks who are so good they've tried him out a wide receiver, right? Maybe I can help us with that. I feel like Champ Bailey lined up a wide receiver, but some guys are so amazing that they have to. They've gotten some two way player. Am I imagining that? No, I remember, didn't Vrabel have, like, a couple touchdowns well, randomly? Yeah, but he's was a linebacker. Yeah. Well, Tony Dungy comes to mind. He was a college quarterback who played defensive back. Right, but was there ever a, a – there was a cornerback that was so good that they had to line him up a wide receiver. Devin Hester, a college cornerback. Troy yep. Brown did the other way, though. Yeah, Troy Brown played the other way. Uh, What's his name? Um, There's some – Roy Roy Brown. There Did Charles go. Woodson play wide receiver in the NFL? It was Woodson or Bailey. One of those two definitely lined up. I think up. both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why? So there is a precedent. Teams, I think, will, if you're so, so good, Rod Woodson, they had to put a returner. Yes. I think they'll get him out there. But what do you think, Maggie? You think he's a top top three pick or number one overall type? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think so. I don't know about number one. We're just so infatuated with quarterbacks now, and it's yeah. just so important to get them and to get them as cheap as possible, like on those rookie deals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so a good point. I think that. 
maybe not number one, but definitely top five. Yeah, I mean, I already, I already identified. My identified my number one, Drew Aller, Penn State, number one, twenty five. <laughs> Pencil it in. Uh, he is ridiculous. So definitely, you know, Dion himself was in that famous draft, eighty nine, and he went five, right? And he was he could go number one in a million drafts, but he was behind Barry. Who is it? Who is it in that draft? They went act. Uh, it was Barry Sanders, Thomas, uh, Derek Thomas, and number two was Tony Mandrich. Right, who's one? Bar- uh, Barry was three. Aikman. Aikman, Barry, Troy, uh, Dion, and one other Hall of Famer in the top five. Okay. Come on, Ack, get with me. I think it was, wasn't Derek Thomas <laughs> in that draft? Doing the 1989 draft off the top of the dome. Well, that's a piece it's of when, when Dion went number five. Dion, yeah. Dion uh, yeah, right, Derek Thomas number four. Why do I doubt Ack? What I know, idea? you can't do it. Yeah, that's a pretty good draft. But if Dion can't go number one, <laughs> then why? Is it amazing that the similarities between these two guys? He's being coached by the perfect guy. It's like you wrote a script. Yep. And I think that's what sold. That's what how he sold Travis Hunter to not go to FSU like Dion did yep. and come with him to Jackson State and now move on to Colorado. They were showing a lot of highlights on the game on Saturday of Dion. And I can understand why people have an issue with Dion. Have an issue with him. Yes. Because he'd be returning a touchdown. He would start high stepping and pointing at the guy yes. <laughs> chasing him at like the 15 yard line. I mean, he. I, people think they trash talk now. Dion is the all-time king. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Uh, okay, we get to some interesting sound from Mike McCarthy. A couple big-time issues on the table for the Cowboys. He'll address them. Next. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. So Travis Kelsey looks like Doubtful now for the season opener on Thursday, Chiefs and Detroit Lions. We've been reacting to Colorado, the headliner off of college football, big win over TCU. Now Shador Sanders, legit pro prospect, Travis Hunter, amazing two-way player in the conversation for the Heisman. There was something over the weekend, Perloff, that I never heard before in my whole life when it comes to sports. Wow. It was our pal Albert Breer who was reporting on Patriots wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster, and the report was his knee could explode at any moment. <laughs> I was like, what is it, a pimple? That is such an awful way to describe somebody's body part. I've never heard it put like that before. Yeah, I mean, I understand what he's saying, but first of all, too, that's such a dire I, consequence. It's like a ticking time bomb. I hope not. I love Juju Smith-Schuster, but... I do understand he has been quietly super injured his entire career. Going back even, I think, to the end of USC, already things have started to pop up. He's a very, you know, he's like a pretty boy who dances on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty a boy. very physical player. That's yeah, the I know. problem. He's like a... He's jacked. Yeah. He loves to block. He once knocked out Vontae's perfect. I mean, he's... he's Retaliation? Is, yeah, he is no wimp. This stinks. Because, all right, that's a little dramatic, but it does make you sort of down on his chances this year. Also, like, should you be playing if your knee could explode at any moment? Also, what does that look like? It, just the whole thing was a weird visual. Think about it. I, like, see, your, I see your tendon, ACL. T- tendons yeah. popping everywhere. Uh, have you ever have you ever met anyone who blew their Achilles? And it sounded like a gunshot. Yeah. I, my, one of my best friends blew both on the same play. Oh, my goodness. Or something to that effect. Carson Wentz? Who? It's terrible. My friend John Brule, you know, oh, okay. he's just a guy he's playing like, remember, basketball. You're like, who? Well, remember Carson Wentz sprained both ankles on the same play? Yeah, that was amazing. But it's terrible. Uh, I get that explosion thing. 
Now, you said, why does he play? What else he got to do? He's got his whole life to not play. I get it, but that sounds like you're waiting for something extremely painful to ah. happen. That almost feels like an inevitability, no? Explode I don't know. at any moment? You think he's playing 17 games with a diagnosis like that? <laughs> I don't know what that actually means. It doesn't matter, though, because they have Tyquan Thornton, who you said <laughs> rivals Tyree Kill. He's uh, hurt now. Devontae Adams. <laughs> he's hurt now. We are just simply talking about Patriots' depth at receiver. By the way, our buddy Tom Curran, who is a big Patriots writer, said that this year is going to be much better because they're so much more well-coached. Bill Belichick is going to be serious about it this year. Oh, great. He said he, said <laughs> he the wasn't bar, serious last he year? He said the bar is much lower, like they just want to make the playoffs, but he said they're going to be a very serious team this year and they're not going to screw around like last year. Wow, it's wild. It's like one of the greatest coaches of all time. He was just messing around last year, like yeah. doing this for goofs. I don't know. Their second best receiver's knee is about to explode. Last year, the, the one thing that they're good at, special teams are terrible at. So who knows what's going on there? Uh, let's get to our shot of the day, shall we? He shoots! He and the shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos is brought to you by those who drink it. And football season is definitely Casamigos season. Keep the summer going with their incredible products. Uh, okay, so today's shot of the day, the snapshot of the day, comes from our guest, Cordell Stewart, Colorado Buffaloes legend, Hall of Famer, pro bowler with the Steelers, joined us earlier in the show and had a lot of great things to say. But the interview got off to a bit of a rocky start because he was in the Burger King drive-thru. One of the greatest wins I honestly can say we've had in an extremely long time. Okay. <laughs> Wait, sorry, Cordell, are you I'm, in the drive-thru? I'm, I'm at Burger King. Guys, I'm at Burger King. <laughs> I'm at Burger King. Love yeah. it. I'm trying to get the number one with cheese, no onion, extra pickles, and a large, and they get a Dr. Pepper, and they're telling me, I got to go through the drive-thru, and I just went through the drive-thru. What are we doing here? God, I mean, God, that's sorry. just awful. But, that sounds yeah, amazing, but, by the way. Wait, did you get yeah, the yeah, order yeah. in? Listen, guys, I'm talking like we're not even on the radio, right? Dude, but back to what your question was. What a pro. I know, right? What a pro. Uh, slash um, is right, you know? Yeah. You can play multiple yeah. positions on the football field, and you can be <laughs> on a radio show and order at the Burger King drive-thru. <laughs> I looked it up, and number one, Whopper. What do you say? No onions, extra pickles? Ooh, Sounds good. Uh, it's a good order. Yep. Um, he's... And the diet, Dr. Pepper. Not exactly sticking to an NFL diet regimen. <laughs> I don't know if you could have eaten that during your playing days, but... It's probably actually better to eat it during your playing days. Yeah, because you'd burn it off. Of course. My mouth is watering. I want a Whopper. I know. Me too. Well, it's the only fast food I'll eat is Burger King. Google how many calories in a Whopper. Don't it's... do it. Don't do that. <laughs> no, 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 thank you. Samter bikes here every day. He's yeah. burning off yeah, the calories. Yeah, yeah. I'll have a Whopper. I'll have a Whopper Junior. How's that? 660 <laughs> calories in a basic Whopper. Oh, Honestly, I thought it'd be more. That's not too bad. It's not bad I'll, at I'll all. I'll go with the Whopper Junior, hold the cheese, right? Well, and then I'll just bike to and from, and then I'll be, I'll be good. Just do a couple laps around Manhattan. You'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> Only 40 grams of fat, 12 grams saturated fat. That's a lot for one little hamburger. I think we're, we all know where we're all stopping after the show. I can do the impossible Whopper. I can't do that. I'm not burger. into that at all. No. I had some non-meat chicken this weekend. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Knowingly, you did it, or yeah, someone like, someone said like hey, try out this non-meat chicken, and yeah. I couldn't. I honestly couldn't tell the difference. It was like breaded. It was like uh, like chicken fingers. Yeah, I think that's for people who have to. You know, it's like you can't eat meat or you don't want to. I don't know. I am a carnivore, so I don't know if I would choose to go with the impossible. But I can promise you, man. Like you wouldn't know the difference if you didn't realize that in you my were... mind. Yeah, but you know, if someone just gave it to you, you wouldn't know.
By the way, I've heard, I've never heard anyone say, I've heard people say I'm not a vegetarian, but to say I'm a carnivore is... <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I'm a T-Rex. If you were a Colorado <laughs> buffalo and you were an L or a D, you'd be a D for dog. You're a carnivore. <laughs> I told you, I think I'm an L but and a D in crunch time. You're not a carnivore, you're an omnivore, but you eat plants as well. No, I don't. No, <laughs> I, do, I, do. I do. I'll sneak a salad in every now and then. By the way, we got an update. What's that? Travis Kelsey. Did you guys see this? Nope. Adam Schefter, after tests today, the Chiefs believe Travis Kelsey's ACL is intact. Oh, phew. Per source. There's inflammation in his knee, and they will test it again Wednesday to determine his availability for Thursday night versus the Lions. You might want to pull that back that bet. Yeah, so has the doubtful now been upgraded to a questionable? Uh, I haven't seen that exactly, but that is good. Uh, I think we were all secretly worried the ACL was, in fact, damaged, but he's fine. Inflammation in his knee, that doesn't sound good. That's old man disease. I get that. (laughs) (laughs) Swelling. Yeah. As somebody who tours ACL playing football, I can just tell you, like, the initial test, they do that little knee movement thing. The MRI is not going to be back in time. There could be other ligaments or muscle tear or something else going on in that knee, so... I don't think that the MRI is saying anything. I think that they've just kind of done a stability what? test. No, no, no. You can't get an MRI result in 10 minutes. No, it's two hours now. Yeah, I think they could. And all I have to see is, is the 110 intact. I, I Wait, but no here's the thing. But you still can't play with a torn MCL or PCL or something along those lines. The, the ACL might be intact, which might not be a season, but it could still be something else. So I'm not breathing a sigh of relief yet if I'm a Chiefs fan. Guys, listen, I'm a doctor. No, I'm not. Um, but he, <laughs> Where's Rock Positano when you need him? This is, oh, he'll call. This is the one thing about it. Even if it's, you know, not worst case scenario where it's torn, just to have to deal with a less than 100% knee right at the beginning of the season, like, this doesn't automatically go away. You're going to deal with it all year long, potentially. How do you know? You I, just said you're not a doctor. We have no I was idea. joking. These I words, am. we know what these words mean individually. There is inflammation in his knee. What the heck does that mean? Listen, that sounds bad. Meanwhile, uh, on the flip side, it uh, looks like Joe Burrow is trending towards playing. But you and I talked about this this morning. We knew he was playing. He's playing. He was what definitely is, always what is playing. This, why are you playing mind games for your week one opponent? Joe Burrow is playing. Yeah, I don't think that the that the Ravens were going to... Oh, no, the Browns, pardon me. They right. start with the Browns. I don't think the Browns were like preparing for... Who's the backup? Jake Browning. Jake Browning. By, and how is Jake Washington Browning... Washington legend. How is Jake Browning your guy? That's weird to me. Maybe he's good. But it feels like with an injured quarterback, you might want to get a veteran. They cut Trevor Simeon. We'll see. Well, I mean, I don't think that was any bad news. I think yet. the Bengals and the Cardinals are kind of pulling the same move. Like, who's our quarterback going to be? It's going to be so tough to figure out. <laughs> well, the Cardinals. <laughs> the thing is about that. A little different. Slightly different expectations this year. Where the Cardinals, Josh Dobbs and Joe Burrow are not on the same level? Yeah, I mean, considering the Cardinals. Well, now they might have a few people. Caleb Williams is definitely Ooh. still the front runner, but there were a lot of really impressive quarterbacks this weekend. The Cardinals are talking the Kyler Murray talk. You're clearly not buying it. They, they made him a captain. They said very, they made him a captain. They're making Listen, it there clear. are no captains around here. They're only dogs and leaders. <laughs> Jonathan Gann like, says the coach says he's going to play him. <laughs> so here's the thing. They I think they sort of have to play him if they Why? plan on trading him. There's no trade for Kyler Murray. I keep telling you that. There's always a trade for, for somebody. A Fifty million dollars for a, a but you quarterback can't trade coming off a knee injury. Lose Caleb Williams. I mean, unless you're really convinced that one of these seventeen other quarterbacks are going to be the guy. You're not going to pass on Caleb Williams or whoever because Kyler Murray is there with this new regime. So you have to thread this needle. He's got to play a little bit so that other teams can maybe be but they might win tantalized. If he plays. There's, do you know how he much? Told him at halftime. No. 
Kyler Murray. They're doing platooning with him and Josh Dobbs. His ankle was sore. <laughs> yeah. You would have to give give a first round pick with Murray to take for another team to take. No, nah, just money. Well, you can't really because of the dead cap in the NFL. You I know. Can't. It, it's not as easy as it looks. With but, all the quarterbacks in this draft, who's going to take on Kyler Murray at this point? But are you really going to have Kyler Murray and Caleb Williams sitting there with each other? That's ridiculous. That doesn't make any sense. All right, we're flat out of time. That's Shit. a Cardinals move. Like Josh Rosen was there, and they drafted Kyler Murray. They're fine. Yeah, they never paid Rosen, though. Uh, thank you to Mike Samter. Thank you to Stu Kovacs. Thank you to Cordell Stewart, who joins us, to the Weedos and the Purple Drinkers. Uh, until tomorrow. We'll see you then. Bye. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.